Mueller and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. on Arthur Motes. Well, hello, hello, hello. I mean, would somebody tell everyone in this building that we haven't moved yet? All you right? ring. I mean, listen, <laughs> I know our I know our, you know, our big-time colleagues, you know, I think the DVE Morning Show and Mark Madden and you know Mikey and Big Bob. Yeah, the, the ones that show up to work with suits and ties, you know. They're all in the new building, but yeah. we're still here and <laughs> we're we holding it down in the trap. <laughs> we go to go on air. <laughs> we hit the Euler remotes are on the air. And everything just resets and reboots yeah. on me. So it's like, we, no, you're not on the air, actually. <laughs> we apologize for uh, two or three <laughs> minutes of silence there. But if you are still with us, thanks for rocking and rolling with us as always. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR for the next two hours here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. Ian's know to drill. Between the two of us, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair, couple holiday, couple holiday sweaters, a whole bunch of Christmas cheer, plenty to get to from yesterday, plenty to get to about the holiday. The Steelers are staying alive. Mozi, how we doing, cousin? You just said it. We staying alive, man. I am feeling good. I Listen, I started to pull up bumping the BGs on Extra Extra Loud, but I didn't want us to get fined, you know? But, dude. I was at the game yesterday, had a little man with me, but we won. I mean, it gets no better than that, baby. It gets no better. Well, I could argue. Talk about it. A 60-minute performance maybe no, would get a little bit better. No, I don't care about that. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> not at all. Listen, if you are still expecting 60 minutes of perfection from this football team, Man, I feel sorry for you. You saying I, that's a that's a me problem, not a them problem? Absolutely. <laughs> if you didn't figure that out by week four or week ten, yeah, baby. It's too late for you, okay? That's on you. I go in here expecting disaster, and anything that shows up other than disaster is a great day. And, I mean, let's not act like we haven't done that at different points and times to different parts of this team. It started out with seven, right? Initially, the standard was one thing. We've drastically altered our expectations for him. We talked about this defense. At times, man, we had a crazy high standard. Now, they can give up 200 yards rushing, but if they make four turnovers or multiple turnovers in a game and come out with a win, we're talking about them like they're the best defense ever. <laughs> As I've told you, our standard has been altered drastically, and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. We're moving the needle a lot. We have we're moved, moving the goalposts a lot. We have Sorry, moved the goalposts, and anybody that says otherwise, you're lying to yourself, all right? We all can be okay with that because... It makes it more interesting, number one. Yeah, it's true. Because if all our mindset is it has to be Super Bowl, it has to be one seed, it has to be undefeated, then, man, we would have all jumped off the bandwagon a long time ago. But when you just break it down to the simple premise of just find a way to win. I don't care how it looks. I don't care that you got the ball multiple times after turnovers Mm -hmm. on a short field and all you could do was muster up a field goal. Hey, at least Boz was money. All right, how about that part? I know, you know, Boz missed the 56-yarder and largely because of, you know, some malpractice with the clock management sure, situation at the end sure, of the half. Yeah, we got to talk about but, that too. But, yeah, but, uh-huh. but it didn't kill him. 
and we can at least find the caveat, the silver lining in. We'll look at the execution on those couple of plays prior to the field goal attempt. That's why I'm at with it now. Okay, that's why I'm at with it. And I'm going to do that for the rest of this season. Okay? (laughs) I'm going to do that for the rest of the season because it's more fun this way. It is. It it's is. way it more fun. It absolutely We can come is. here and critique the heck out of the offense. We can come here and critique the heck out of the run defense. And we will talk about certain elements and aspects of it that weren't as, you know, pleasing as we may have liked. But at the end of the day, for this team, as is currently constructed with all the flaws that we have all agreed upon, now, some to varying extents, but we all can agree that this team is very flawed. Mm-hmm. If that is the premise, if that's the foundation of this team, will them beating a 9-4 and four team yesterday the way that they did in ugly fashion, zero offensive productivity to an extent, if they can still find a way to win that, man, I feel good about it. I feel great. You know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you laid that out there because I think, you know, we've touched on that a little bit, particularly, let's be honest, too. You know, we... The standard in Pittsburgh, we all know, is 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 division titles, is Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. That's that's you know, you, you check it's, the boxes. It's sustained excellence. You check the yeah. boxes, right? You win the division, you win playoff games, AFC Championship, Super Bowls. That's the standard. But I think it's also fair, as we've laid out, that you're maybe being a little unrealistic if that's all that you're living for this season. And the second part of that, too, kind of the caveat to that. The amendment, if you will, to that con- to the Steelers' constitution, right, mm-hmm. Arthur Mugs? The amendment to the Steelers' constitution is that, in all likelihood, we don't know this for sure. You know, what they say happens when you assume, though. You get it right. That's what always, Arthur Mugs always says. Always, We've probably got three games left to Ben Roethlisberger. 18 years, no losing seasons, two Super Bowls, three AFC titles, a handful of division titles, the fifth most passing yards in NFL history. What up, Phillip Rivers? Hey, now. I Motes, I can still go out this season with a smile on my face if we send Ben out the right way, and even if there's not a standing on the podium to win that seventh Lombardi. I think it is fair to recalibrate some what constitutes as a successful finish to this season. No, I agree 100% with that. And like I said, if, if you try to just be bullish and keep this it has to Fine, be but you're the, not being realistic right it's not realistic and that's the thing it's like even yesterday's performance a win is a win right and we always have the the, the saying on this show right they don't ask, they don't how, ask how they ask how they many ask how and many. we understand that 100 but context does matter and that is the biggest reason why if you deep dive into the context of how they got out of that game how they were able to accomplish it well, yeah, the more you dive into it, the less you're going to feel good about it, right? The 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 less optimistic you'll feel going forward when you really break down the minutia of, okay, how did we get some of these short fills? How did we get some of these turnovers? Were they forced or were some of them giveaways versus true traditional sure. takeaways and, in and a you sense, know what? right? To be fair to you, that's you always like to differentiate. Well, because like you said, it, it's a different giveaway. Pr- prime example, right? Um the botch snap is the a giveaway. The botch snap is a giveaway, the force home by Arthur Mallet is a takeaway. Take away. Exactly. Those type of things, right? I mean that that matters. And you and this and the reason why it matters is because you can't account for that to happen on a sustained sure, basis. Sure. It's not something like when you talk about drawing up blitzes. Hey, I could drop a blitz and I can guarantee that nine times out of ten, we're either gonna have a free rusher or everybody's gonna have one on ones. 
that's stuff that you can hang your hat on. When you talk about giveaways in terms a, of botch snaps, there. you know, miscommunications with route running, you can't always bank on that happening. Correct. And that's why it's hard to go forward with the expectation that, hey, yeah, of course they're going to be able to generate turnovers like that. Teams are always going to give the ball away. Ah, not really. Nope. And going into this game, the Titans, even though they had turnovers, they typically weren't of that variety. They would obviously have Correct. Tannehill had a couple of interceptions, and we talked about that. We highlighted that, and we saw instances of that. But even with the interception that he had yesterday, I know the the one to Schobert. I mean, how often do you see a play like that, right? Where it's a screen pass that, was crazy. that just happens to get tipped, and then how about Taco? And then shout out to to not just Taco, but I also want to shout out Joe Schobert as well because. As we've talked about at various times this season, guys' effort being called into question. And I said one of the things as a, a former professional athlete, when I talk about effort and loafs, I talk about the changing of speed. If I can cut on a play, and if the play is seven seconds, and I see you burst, slow down, burst again, slow down, burst again. That's a loaf. That's a loaf. Because you're not going 100%. You're not playing your hardest for out, uh, throughout the duration of the play. And why is that significant? Well, I watched that play again. If Joe Schobert is loafing coming out of his rush, he's not going to make that interception. But if you watch him as soon as the ball is tipped, as soon as he knows it's a pass, he doesn't realize it's tipped. He just sees uh, Tannehill's arm go. From there, he jets out of there like you're supposed to do because you're anticipating on the screen the secondary doesn't make the play. It's the D linemen that are in the rush that make the play because those are the guys that are unblocked. Right. But it's an effort play. You've you, got to get there and at least try absolutely. to occupy one of those blocks. So you watch him come out of that blitz, out of that rush, and he is coming out of that thing full tilt, and then he's able to identify, oh, the ball is in the air. It was tipped. And that's the only reason he makes that play. But if his effort, if his motor If he's not going 100% absolutely, right he doesn't the make there, yeah. Yeah, and like I said, man, it was just really impressive to see that as well because, like I said, man, those are some of the things that, hey, even when your performance isn't the best, even when you guys as a team give up 200 yards rushing on the ground, when you play with that type of effort, you can come out of this thing all right. Sure. You you can you can uh, you can it's a good team. You can Titans make too. up some absolutely. It's not like they just it's no, not like they just no. beat the uh the Lions. And, and <laughs> well. let's be real. They, they, yeah, let's <laughs> it's not like they just beat the Jags, all right. right. <laughs> I was about to say, man, even with that though, um, in the sense when you're talking about the Titans, did they have some self inflicted sure. issues? Absolutely, but it wasn't to the extent of the Minnesota Vikings. Like I didn't no. think so they, like even though yeah, the Steelers found a, a way to win. You. I feel a lot better about the win against the Titans versus the Vikings just because yes. even though obviously we didn't win against the Vikings, the whole, oh, we should be very optimistic and feel good about it. It was like same thing we did post Chargers. It, it, it game. was a way different yeah. vibe. Whereas this, they actually found a way. They figured out how to execute down the stretch. Even though offensively it wasn't the best performance, it was still an efficient performance. You want to know why? Because they didn't turn the ball over, Wes. <laughs> they didn't turn the ball over, baby. That's it. I mean, it's it, it sometimes what you need. It, it really is, and and you know what? Like, as Moats correctly points out, some of the self-inflicted wounds by the Titans, you know, shooting themselves, Remlington to the foot, as I've said in the past about Ooh, the Steelers, that sounds like it hurt. <laughs> you 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 can't control that. You're fortunate when right. it happens, but that's also football. Right? I mean, let's like like the Steelers have been on the other side of that before too. You have to be able to take advantage when yes. teams give you those opportunities. And, you know, there were more field goals there than touchdowns, certainly. Um, but, yeah, if, I mean, if, if I was – if we were in Tennessee today, I think we'd be very upset that, you know, 
unlike Minnesota, we didn't have a what, 26 or 29 point lead at halftime before or, or we 23 started point lead at halftime wounds, yeah. before we started having those self-inflicted wounds. That was the difference. <laughs> Titans were only up 10 when they probably should have should have had, you know, at least 10 more points yeah. on the board. Um and hey, when you're the Steelers, you got to capitalize. That's exactly what they did. Defense made enough plays. Offense, again, kind of <laughs> very similar to what we've seen now, I think, what, ever since week nine against Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, Motsi, I did the research on this because you know, numbers guy. Hey, I don't expect anything Stay else. up all night. I do all the research. I got all the good information. The last time the Steelers led at halftime was week nine against Chicago on Monday Night Football. I remember that. We started all hot that game, too. Since then, the Steelers have been outscored in the first half by opponents, 101 to 29. And they have not scored a <laughs> I first. I felt like when you read that, I was going, I was like, I'm hearing that wrong. I feel like One I more time. Since week nine, <laughs> like, Monday what? night against Chicago, when the Steelers led at halftime. Uh huh. They have been outscored 101 to 29 by their opponents over the first half. Mm. They have now gone four straight games, four straight weeks without a first half touchdown. Yeah, it sounds just as bad when you say it twice. Just throwing <laughs> it out there. I thought maybe it wasn't going to sound as bad, but no, nah, it just it sounds just as bad. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. other side of that equation is, despite how poor they played in the first half, it was only a 10 point game. They were still in it. That that that's the positive. Very true. Now, I know a lot of people, too. You know, it is funny how, how quick these things could change. You know, if, if Tennessee drives down and scores a touchdown and, and wins that game, would have been 20-19, to 19 would have been the final score. We're sitting here. We're lamenting the, the lack of timeouts at the end of the first half. and we're The lack of run defense. We're pulling our hair out yeah. about a lot of these things. But you know what? Again, Motsi, and maybe the timeouts are different because that's not a personnel thing. That's a coaching thing. And I would like to get your take on that in just a minute. Mm-hmm. But... I think you laid it out at the you know about 15 minutes ago at the start of the show. If you haven't recalibrated your expectations a little bit, I think you're just kidding yourself. If you think that this is going to be, you know, Arthur Motes' 13 and three Steelers, <laughs> you, you're just kidding yourself. If you think you think this is going to be the 2005 or the 2008 Steelers, I think you're just kidding yourself. That doesn't mean that they still can't win games. That doesn't mean that they still can't finish with a winning record. It's just not as somebody on this show likes to say way too often, it's just not going to be the Sistine Chapel for 60 minutes. <sighs> that is the reality of it, man. And I'm glad... That is the reality I'm of glad it. that we are on the same page in terms of recal... Because it has... I'm fine with that, yeah. I know you, you don't do this as much as me, but you know mm. I'm, like, I'm a dork. I like to be tapped in <laughs> to the pulse of the fans, right? Yes. So you know me. Like At halftime, I'm perusing Twitter, and it is like doomsday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, like that's why I can't, I, I can't do it, man. It's too negative. Bring my vibe down, man. And I'm just kind of laughing like... You had to know the game wasn't over. I know. The Steelers are down 10. They're playing like crap. They're probably fortunate to only we be down do 10. We do this every week. And the Titans are getting the ball back at halftime. I get it. But the amount of you who were ready to jump off the Clemente Bridge or throw Ben Roethlisberger and Mike Tomlin and company off the Clemente Bridge. <laughs> this is what it is, Arthur Motes. You know, one like a guy who sits across from me right now, he said before on this show sometimes, if it whacks, if it whacks, if it walks, I combined walk and quack. If it walks... Like a duck. Mm-hmm. If it quacks like a duck. Mm-hmm. If it whacks like a duck. Mm-hmm. It probably is a duck. Strong possibility that it is a duck. If it now for seven straight weeks, six straight weeks, can only play 30 good minutes of football, it could probably only play 30 good minutes of football. Yeah. That's not an excuse. That's just reality. That's what we're dealing with. And it's okay. And it's okay. If you can identify it, 
We could find a way to work around it. We could find a way to improve it. Yesterday's performance is a workaround. Yesterday's performance is a blueprint. If you want to talk about how to win these next three games, well, there you go. You don't turn it over on offense. You have to play really good defense in the sense of even if you're not stonewalling and getting guys off the field, you have to generate turnovers. It's one or the other. You're either stonewalling them and they're not getting a ton of yardage or you're giving up a ton of yardage, but you're getting the turnovers and you're really executing at a high level in the red zone as well, as we saw yeah. yesterday. Red zone defense was top notch. What they were able to do in the red zone, along with being able to have those turnovers, you can win just like that. I would also say that I would like the special team, especially the punt unit as a whole to be better. It wasn't just on Presley. It was a mix of Presley and the coverage part of it, but that has to improve also. But as a whole, you can still win games versus really good teams like how they did. I mean, that is a recipe. Play good defense, special teams. I would like them to be able to run the ball a little bit better. All right, a lot better. A lot better. Yep. A lot better. Yep. Okay, yep. I was uh-huh. trying to be modest right there. I have to sugar All right, that okay. One. I'm sorry. I had a sugar cookie the other day, so I was trying to be sugarful in here. But yeah, it was not enough sugar on that one right there. So yes, I would like them to run the ball a lot better, and that would give us more hope in terms of okay, potentially making significant noise. But even if that isn't in play, their current method that was displayed yesterday can win these next three games. Yep. Realistically, yep. it can. I I think you're absolutely right. You know, one thing, shout out to Frankie Z for bringing this to my attention. What up, Frankie? You know, with the system shutting down on us here for about two minutes (laughs) and we're about to go on air, with a crazy game yesterday, with us just being holly and jolly and in the Christmas spirit and our last day here doing the show before we we take some days off for the rest of the week. Motes, we forgot. Hold on. I ain't forget. I was waiting on you. Hold on real quick. What kind of Monday I've been waiting is today, on you. Arthur Motes? Yeah. It's a victory, victory! Monday. There victory! See, I figured since you came in here, you had your festive, ugly Christmas sweater on. I had my little Christmas shirt on. You forgot. You got too hype. It happens. It's cool, man. It's a lot cool. going on. A lot it, going on. All that matters is, just like the Steelers, we're a second-half team, you know? We're a second-half team. We let that first half of that segment go by, but we circled back. We found a way to get the job done. Can I just real quick? What's up? Because she told me she was going to listen today. Oh, is she really? Uh, we, we had a heck of a morning, all right? Uh-oh. Wifey got a nail in her tire. Oh, no, that okay. sucks. Um, I had issues with my car registration because, imagine this. You Pen- a trapper, huh? PennDOT. <laughs> <laughs> Try to catch me riding dirty. <laughs> PennDOT, when they sent me my new registration, Arthur Motes, uh-huh. for the new year, Spelled my first name wrong. Oh, no. Yeah. How do you misspell Wesley? How yeah. do you misspell W-E-S-L-E-Y? Well, they did. Yeah. So I had to, not only did we have to give Wifey a new tire on her car because mm-hmm. we were planning on taking her car out to Philly for the rest of the week. Yeah. We also, I had to go to AAA this morning because I needed to get my registration fixed oh, and all this. That's stuff. always fun. That's like had going to, to the my, DMV. You know, had to take my title. Had to, Big shout out to Tracy at AAA. I was expecting a DMV type experience. Uh oh. Where it was going to be like an hour and I That's, was going to wait yeah. and everyone was going to be miserable. Uh uh-uh. uh. I was in there for like three minutes. Let's go. Tracy brought me up to the counter. What up, Tracy? Easy process. What up, Tracy? Ten minutes later, tops, I was out of there. What up, Tracy? And, you know, I, I told Tracy what I do. We were chatting. I told her what I do for a little, you know, she asked me if you're off for the holiday. I said, I got yeah. one last show today. She said, I might try and tune in. So if you're listening, Tracy, Thank you. Nah, we greatly appreciate we you, had a, Tracy. We had a little bit of a hectic morning. I apologize for missing the uh, the Victory Monday. But you know what? We're Holly. We're Jolly. Nah, that's dope, though, and man. And we're here. That's, that's definitely dope. Motes, tell me how to feel about this timeout thing. I, 
this timeout thing. <laughs> I don't Ugh. like. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think you and I both, especially you, but I think both of us on this show, it could be safe to say that at times we've been a Mike Tomlin apologist show. I think I've laid out two things on this show before. See, I don't like the term Mike Tomlin. See, I agree. I agree with that too. I am not an apologist. I agree with that too. I'm not. Maybe just a realist. I'm about to say, yeah, if he does something that we don't like, we're going to call it out. Yes. Yeah, but at the same time, we we don't scream fire him after every bad. Exactly. (laughs) We both both don't. It's not that we think Mike Tomlin is perfect, but we also know that no coach in sports, no coach. Exactly. Bill Belichick has gotten crushed by the Patriots fan base from time to time. Nick Saban has gotten no, crushed. No, nobody is perfect, all right? Nobody's perfect, baby. We both like Mike Tomlin. We both think he is a very good head coach, one of the best in the National Football but League. But he's perfect for us. But he certainly, like everybody, coach or otherwise in life, has his flaws. I don't have any flaws. I told my wife that the other day. Oh, your, shoe, you better, your shoes untied you, right I now. I said, you better record. Actually, I don't have. You ever have shoes without shoestrings? Okay. Just a little Yeezys on me, you Mugs. know how I'm doing it today. For somebody huh. who gets, for somebody who huh. gets accused of letting Mike Tomlin, huh. he really does have the Yeezy foams on, do, no bro. socks, no laces. I'm you know, sorry. You're, you're flirting with disaster. Like it's I pretty am. cold outside. I, I hope it. You Listen, just, you it, get it was, home safe. It snowed happens. a little bit at the game yesterday. <laughs> if if it's ice out here, it's a wrap for your boy. Okay. Hopefully they iced the sidewalk out here in Green Tree. <laughs> I've been accused sometimes of being too easy on Mike Tomlin. Yeah. But I can also go the other way. And I can also say I, I, I didn't love his explanation when he was asked about it in the postgame. He mm-hmm. said all I was concerned about was trying to get a stop there. Yeah. That to me is, is, is not good enough. And I know you don't have faith in your offense, but when the Titans are getting the ball back, you've got to at least try and get your offense one more possession. I would strongly agree with that. I, and part I, of I, me I felt didn't, like I didn't this. love that explanation. I, I, like Hearing him say it was one thing, but in the moment, I really took it as – they were just trying to get out the half. They were, and then they the just so, were going to score but, but no, points. No, no. Regardless. And then it just so happened that you know they kept them from giving up seven. You yeah. know, and yeah. then I think it was like, oh, okay. Well, now we get the sag. And then you want to call the time, and it's kind of like, whoa, bro, wh- why? You're, you're, this is like after the fact. You yeah. wanted to play the let's just let them get out the half and play it safe. Oh, now like we can get the ball back. All right, now let's have a well, little combo. Now let's call the time, and it's like, yeah. no, man, no. That was the that was the part for me where I just wasn't a fan of that moment because to me it felt more like they were just trying to plan not to lose in a sense, right? Yes. Let me try to keep it close. Let me just try to minimize the negativity. And I just didn't think that that Titans team warranted that type of caution in that moment right there. You talk about having three timeouts. I mean, and let's be real. If you still would have given up the field goal, but you uh, used those three timeouts, now you're looking at starting that next drive with seven, probably a minute ten. Minute fifteen. You could have still ran that same offense. And, that and think you did. about this. Think about this. Now imagine if you have an extra ten seconds, the extra fifteen seconds. That's all you're looking for. One now, more play, instead Boswell, of it being fifty six, what if it's fifty three? What if it's forty nine? That's a make for Boz. So that was the part where it was just kind of like, man, hindsight obviously being twenty twenty, but I just thought as a whole it was a very conservative approach towards the end of the half. And it's not like this is the first time. This is one of the things when you talk about criticisms of Coach Tomlin, I don't criticize him on a lot of stuff. But one thing that we do criticize him on is his clock management mm-hmm. that continues and has been one of his Achilles heels. Clock management and and day going challenges. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> those are the two things. Every hey, flawed. All right, yep. flawed. Yeah. Consistently, and this, this is just one of those things where it showed we've up had again. a similar gripe yes. to this. This happens a lot with him at the end of the half, and I do think part of it is you're so confident that your defense can get a stop. But then the other part of it is, man, you don't want to potentially give up 
an explosive play or give up another score because now they realize the clock is stopped. Sure. They get a little They've bit more, more aggressive. Right. Yeah. So it's a lot of stuff that you're balancing and that you're dealing with in those moments. I don't think it's as cut and dry as we like to simplify it sure, to become. Sure. But as a whole, I would like to see him be more aggressive with this current team because it would be different if we had a team where you're not worried about possessions. Hey, we know we're going to get a ton of turnovers or we know we can score when we want to. That's not this current team's makeup. This team needs to utilize every opportunity it can get. If you got a chance to steal the possession, steal the possession. If you got a chance to get you two more plays before halftime, what you should do? You should probably use those two more plays before halftime. Agreed. And, and that's the the only thing that I really want to fault him on yeah. in that situation. Yeah. And you know what too? And and you know that I like I I think the hindsight thing is very easy to do and we can all kind of fall into that trap too easily and and a lot of people who do what we do for a living lazily as well too. Mm-hmm. But were, were you not thinking? I know I was. Steelers are up six. Titans are driving at the end of the game. My goodness, if they would have gotten a field goal at the end of the first half and they were up nine right changes now. changes everything, right? It changes everything. Changes a lot, man. Yeah. Uh, and again, that's easy to do for, in for hindsight. Me, I, I, I get that. For me, I never went back to that part of it. I don't know why. I just, I, like, I've never, like, I took well, I know, you've got yeah. a different mind. I've got more of the fan yeah. mindset. You've for, got for more me, of the. For me, I was looking more at just, like, missed opportunities in that yeah. second half. Like, man, if you connected on this, man, if we if get home with this, man. one of those turnovers man, into a touchdown right. instead of a field That goal. was more yeah. so my thought process because it's like, man, you had, what, two turnovers in that second half that were very significant, put you in very advantageous field position standpoints. And you come away with three points. That was more so my take. When now yeah, it's like, man, fair. now we're hoping that the defense could come up with another stop. But when you really think about the defense throughout the game, they really weren't coming up with hard stops. It was timely turnovers. Correct. But they weren't hard stops. And even that last drive, I mean, dude, the drive started on what? Their own 30. That thing ended on our 10. Or nine and a half, or excuse me, eleven and a half, because he didn't get the opportunities to get off the field. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, that. though. Yeah. yeah. So it's like those are the things where it's like the missed opportunities. How do we get that square? Because, like you said, in a game like yesterday, where you're facing a team that has some of the self-inflicted wounds, you can get away with it. If it's a team that's just a little bit more efficient on one of those drives, well, now it's a different ball game. Now, instead of you having the lead late in the game and you're at least playing from that vantage point, it's flipped. And now we're forced to do something that we struggle with a little bit, which is consistently moving the ball on offense. Buddy, I think that's well said by you. You want to know something funny, actually, before we go to break here? I I said this to my wife, Morgan, yesterday. (laughs) You know, down the stretch, right? Titans get the ball back, like you said, at the 30. They're driving, they're driving. I'm sitting there and I'm like... Steelers are going to lose this game 20-19. Steelers are going to lose this game 20-19, and I'm going to be upset because the season is basically going to be over, but I'm going to have to go in and talk to Moats like, oh, no, they still got a shot because I'm going to have to do that whole song and dance. Mm-mm. And then the Steelers end up winning, and Morgan was like chuckling at me, right? She was laughing. She was like, you know what? I've noticed something about you. <laughs> uh, she goes, every time your teams play, right? You she a goes, chicken. She goes, she goes, doesn't matter if it's WVU, football or basketball. Doesn't matter if it's the Penguins, the Steelers, Manchester United. Is that chicken. She goes, you're always convinced that your team is going to lose until they don't. <laughs> and I said, you know what? That's hilarious. And I said, Moats and I make a lot of duality yes. of man jokes. I said, Moats <laughs> is the exact the exact opposite. opposite. Exact opposite. <laughs> I said, Moats hey. is sitting there. Moats is always like, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're fine. We'll I know Moats was sitting there watching the JMU game Friday night. Hey. Like, we're going to be good. We're going to be good. We're going to get this turnover. We're going <laughs> to score right here. Oh, 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 it's fourth and hook. It doesn't matter. We're going to complete the I'm fourth the and 15. We're going to win this. Calm down. I'm the opposite. Relax. Until it says zeros on that clock, I'll always. And then, and, then when, and then when the game is over, you know what I'm going to say? 
we just ran out of time. We ain't lose. We ran out of time. We, spend, we, was, we was gonna score in that next play. Watch. <laughs> she was. She had me cracking up. She was like. With the WVU basketball game yesterday, Steelers game today, she's like, yeah. "You always think they're gonna lose until they actually win." It. Funny thing though, I was like, "Babe, I've been so me and I my, my wife heartbroken too many times." Me and my wife, that's how we are. We flip flop. Yeah. So my little man, we're at the game yesterday. Her yeah. and my little man, and literally her and him, like, "Yo, it's not looking good." It's not looking good. I'm like, "Yo, chill. chill. They ain't gonna lose. Not today. They can't lose today. You know why? It's Sunday. We won't lose on Sundays." <laughs> Let me just saw two sentences go. Nah, this one different though. Gray, you weren't there before. You weren't there. That's you right. weren't there. That's the difference. <laughs> Always looking for a winning edge. Gray's edge. on a heater. I'm I telling mean, you, bro. Hey, Penguins hey, dub, Steelers stop dub. Playing with that man. That, stop playing with that can man. Can we get that guy season tickets? Stop playing with that man. All All right. We need to get him to some Pirates games, too. Hey, Jeez he, Louise. That, funny thing he did ask. He was like, Dad, when are we going to the baseball game did next? Did you That's, say, son, we can't, we can't put your streak I, on the line? I, like I say, that I say right look, now. man. I told him, I said, look. You see, anywhere the sunlight hits, son, that's where we like to go, okay? We own all those where the sun hits, all right? But you see that shady part over there? Nah, nah, nah. So we don't go to those parts. That's called PNC Park, all right? We stay far away from that place. We dap up Roberto <laughs> when we walk by the statue and we that's keep it about moving. That's it. We do not step foot in that building, son. <laughs> We got to get the break. Plenty more to get to. I see all your tweets rolling in. We'll get to your reaction. Professor Moats Monday right around the corner. We got to talk about that Joe Hayden performance, that Minka Fitzpatrick performance, that Presley Harvin performance. Whole bunch to get to. Don't you dare go anywhere. We're rocking around the Christmas tree. Something like that here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold.